Welcome to the Weekly Option, the podcast for people interested in trading stock options. Each week, we cover trade ideas and opportunities in the stock market right now. Whether you're a beginner, a professional, or just curious about options, this is the show for you. Let's get started. Welcome to the Weekly Option. This is episode 306 on January the 20th, 2024. I'm your host, Eric, and in this week's show, we'll cover the trades from last week on Peloton Interactive, Pinterest, and Cameco Corporation, and we discuss three new trades on Snap Inc., the Direction Daily Semiconductor 3X Bull ETF, and DraftKings. Now, it's always great to hear from listeners. If you have any questions about the trades presented here on the show or even about your own positions, feel free to email me. You can email questions to eric at theweeklyoption.com. That's E-R-I-C at theweeklyoption.com. I've also created a few videos to teach you all the basics of option trading that you'll need to know to be able to follow along with me on this show. You can visit our website and click on the videos tab to watch them or visit the YouTube channel for the weekly option. Now, the equity markets finished the week at new all-time highs. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 270 points, closing the week at 37,863 points. The S&P 500 index picked up 56 points, ending the week at 4,839 points. And now it's time for the topic of the week. The topic of the week this week is knowing the companies you trade. Now I have a confession. I tend to look for trading opportunities based on pricing rather than fundamental information about the company. If the pricing looks right for the options relative to the stock price, I'm probably interested. I probably don't say enough on this show, but it is important to get to know the companies that you trade. Every company trades a little differently than the next, sometimes even in the same industry. You don't have to dig through their SEC filings or go through years of balance sheet and income statements just to get to know a company. You don't even have to know who the CEO is. But what's important to me is that you become familiar with how it trades. Does the price move a specific way the week before expiration? Does it become significantly volatile during earnings season? Or does it react like any other day? The more you know about how the product trades, the better you'll be at selecting profitable option strategies. I spend most of my time trading the same handful of names during the week. I really do get to know them. I know if they tend to reverse in the morning at 10 a.m. or if they turn to have a last minute spike at the end of the day. I have a good idea of how they respond on expiration day and what to expect on earnings days. So even though I don't discuss fundamental information on this show, or even just understanding price better, it doesn't hurt to get to know the companies that you focus on trading. So that's it for the topic of the week. Let's go ahead and dive into the review of last week's trades. Now we're gonna start off with the covered call on Peloton Interactive, symbol P as in Papa, T as in Tango, O as in Oscar, N as in November. At the time the stock was trading for $5.83 per share, I looked at buying stock and selling the February 6th call at 61 cents, which could give us a maximum return of 13.38% in five weeks. Well, shares of Peloton fell 26 cents, ending the week at $5.57 per share. The call option we sold lost 27 cents, leaving us with a one cent profit on the week if we were to close the trade out immediately. Now we're still 35 cents above our break-even point, which means this trade is still in a profit range that makes sense uh, for keeping it, for keeping it on. We basically have two goals with a covered call. We either want the stock to go up, allowing our option to finish in the money, 
and then we make a profit on the stock and the option takes us out of the position. Or we want the stock to keep its value, but the option to expire out of the money. That allows us to keep the premium on the option, like what we sold it for, and it allows us to keep the stock so that we could sell another call option against those shares in the next month. So keeping these two goals in mind, even though Peloton shares lost money on the week, this trade is definitely working out so far. Next up, we have a credit spread on Pinterest Inc. Symbol P as in Papa, I as in India, N as in November, S as in Sierra. At the time, the stock was trading for $37.12 per share. I looked at selling the February 37, 36 half put spread at 18 cents, which could give us a maximum possible loss of 32 cents per spread. Well, shares of Pinterest finished the week three cents lower, closing at $37.09 per share. The out of the money put spread that we sold is still out of the money. And with the stock price well above our break even point, this trade is also still in a profitable range. So over the next four weeks, we hope that Pinterest shares go higher or simply stay here, which would allow this spread to lose value and expire out of the money. That's our goal. So, so far, so good. No adjustments are needed on this one either. And finally, we have our debit spread on Chemical Corporation, symbol C as in Charlie, C as in Charlie, J as in Juliet. At the time, the stock was trading for $49.92 per share. I looked at buying the February 48, 49 call spread for 65 cents, which could give us a maximum gain of 35 cents, or that's a 53.85% return in five weeks. Well, shares of Cameco lost $2.95 per share, ending the week at $46.97 per share. The end the money call spread that we bought is now out of the money. The stock price has also fallen outside of our break-even point, so this trade definitely needs an adjustment. There are four weeks left before expiration, and I'm not certain that this stock is going to expire where we need it in order to profit from this trade. Now, I can sell the 48.50 call spread at 67 cents. That would allow me to fully recoup uh, more than I spent on the initial trade, and it offsets the loss on the week. It also leaves me with a 49.50 credit spread, which is fully out of the money and seemingly set up better for a profitable trade with uh, the stock trading lower than $49 per share. So since there's still four weeks left before expiration, I actually have the luxury of being able to wait a few days just to see if the stock looks primed to make a rebound. With four weeks left in the trade, we have plenty of time to make adjustments that will lead to a profit. Flipping the trade from long to short is my favorite way to handle a debit spread that didn't work out. So that's it for the trade review from last week's trades. Of course, yesterday, January 19th, was options expiration for all January monthly options. We are fully into 2024. So all new trades on today's show will use the February 16th expiration date for monthly options in February. On Monday, the 50 cent strikes will be priced, so you might actually find better opportunities uh, than what's presented here on the show even to execute some of the same ideas. That's the way I'm looking at it. So let's go ahead and get into the new trades for this upcoming week. I'm looking at three trades. We're gonna start off with the covered call on Snap Inc. Symbol S is in Sierra, N is in November, A is in Alpha, P is in Papa. Stock in at the week at $16.42 per share. I'm looking at buying stock and selling the February 17 call at $1.37, hoping for a return of 11.88% in four weeks. Now you enter this trade by buying stock for $16.42 and 
and selling the February 17 call at $1.37. This trade makes the most money if stock prices finish above $17 per share. The break-even price is $15.05. And in real terms, the stock purchase will require $1,642 and you'd collect $137 for selling the option. Next up, we have a credit spread. I'm looking at the Direction Daily Semiconductor 3X Bull ETF. Symbol S is in Sierra, O is in Oscar, X is in X-Ray, L is in Lima. The stock ended the week at $34.88 per share. I'm looking at selling the February 34-33 put spread at $0.37, cents, which could give us a maximum possible loss of $0.63 cents per spread. Now you enter this trade by selling the February 34 put at $2.40 and concurrently buying the February 33 put for $2.03. This is a credit spread because we're selling the spread, and this trade makes the most money if stock prices expire above $34 per share. The break-even price is $33.63 per share, and in real terms, you'll collect $37 per spread that you sell and have $63 at risk. And our final trade on the week is a debit spread on DraftKings Inc. Symbol D is in Delta, K is in Kilo, N is in November, G is in Golf. The stock ended the week at $37.62 per share. I'm looking at buying the February 36-37 call spread for $0.67. Cents. That could give us a maximum gain of $0.33, cents, or that's a 49.25% return in four weeks. Now you enter this trade by buying the February 36 call for $3.45 and concurrently selling the February 37 call at $2.78. This is a debit spread because we're buying the spread and this trade makes the most money if stock prices expire above $37 per share. The break-even price is $36.67 per share. And in real terms, you'll pay $67 to enter the spread and your maximum gain is $33 per spread. So that's it for this week's show. Thank you guys so much for listening and following along with me on this journey. I hope uh, it's cold here in the U.S. I'm down in Texas and I believe it's about 20 degrees outside right now. So Wherever you are, I hope you are warm, or if you like it cold, if you're one of those people, I hope you are sufficiently chilled, and either way, I hope everyone has a smile on their face as they think about options and listen to this show. I hope you can see the smile that comes through when I'm talking. I really do trade options every day. I love trading options. I loved it when I was on the floor of the exchange, the CBOE. And if that place was still the same, I'd probably still be there. But hey, I'm lucky to be able to do it right from home on my computer here in Dallas, Texas, or when I'm down in Houston, or next week when I'll be in Florida, or the following week when I'll be in Colorado. So I do travel around a bit, but this allows me to have the flexibility to still create my income wherever I'm at. So I hope you enjoy. I hope the trading is working out for you too. If it's not, shoot me an email. I definitely can help out. We can talk and figure out a few things and see what's best for getting you to the next step of your trading journey. And as always, happy trading. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Option Podcast. Please subscribe to our show and visit us at www.theweeklyoption.com. Disclaimer, there is a very high degree of risk involved in trading. The indicators and strategies described in this podcast are for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. For our full disclaimer, visit our website at www.theweeklyoption.com.